0: Welcome to Have I Got Boobs You podcast from Curvy Kate with your hosts, Katie and Phoebe. I've got boobs for you. me katie weir curvy kate's pr and content manager you might also know me as the bra whisperer and
1: that's also me phoebe preston social media executive at curvy kate i mean you're the social media queen babe oh okay then
0: (laughs) (laughs) we decided to create the have i got boobs for you podcast because we felt there was a gap in the market to talk all things
1: bras boobs and owning your body we're here to lift your mood with amazing guests each week great topics and heaps of boobs and bra fitting knowledge coming your way Right, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. This week we're joined by Georgie Swallow. She's a blogger, model, and she's vegan. Woo! And she's here, <laughs> and she's here to help you embrace your bod. In 2018, she was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin lymphoma, and uses her platform to help others with mental health affected by cancer. She's incredibly inspiring. So, Georgie, a massive thank you for joining us today. Yay! Thank you very much for having me.
2: <laughs> I mean we kicked off your visit here with a bra fitting. How, How did, did it make it you feel? I was <laughs> it's funny I was actually really excited about it but then the minute it was like the minute you actually get fitted and you find out what your new size is I was like I felt really guilty for my boobs that they'd literally been in the wrong size since I was probably about 14 <laughs> yeah, I know I was like I haven't been taking very good care of them
0: yeah and I think so many women feel that and also when it comes to a bra fitting that they're, they're worried about judgment you know everyone always goes oh, don't judge the bra that I'm wearing or I'm so sorry I'm so sorry for my body I'm sorry for this and it's like honestly all bra fitters want to do is help you they want to help you find the perfect bra we're not judging you because we know you here for that reason yeah. to find a new size and feel great. Well so- that's
2: it when you said you know what size have you usually been wearing and I thought oh god I'm gonna say something and I'm gonna be way off but I was like this is what we're here for like exactly. you're literally here to make sure you're wearing the right size to make sure you're comfortable to make sure you're supported so just go with it and yeah it is a little bit weird when you know you're with someone who you've just met but it's actually perfectly fine like you said like a bra fitter just wants you to find the right Thing for your body, so don't don't feel shy, don't feel coy, just go for it and exactly. and get those boobs supported. We're here to
0: help you exactly. <laughs> and your reaction was so lovely. I feel <laughs> yeah. like you
1: actually really did love it. It's the best <laughs> part of getting bra fittings when like when I'm seeing Katie do them. It's just the girls' reaction, and they're like they're smiling, they know from ear to ear, and it's just like
2: yeah, transforming like their moment for that time. <laughs> I think you just don't re- like. I don't think I've had a bra fitting since I was like 12. So it's a massive guessing game whenever you go to a bra shop or you're picking out your bra. So you just stick with the size that kind of fits. Yeah. No one tells you how it should fit, where it should fit, how you put. I mean, I've been putting my bra on wrong <laughs> for years. like, And so getting the size that you should be and putting it on, you're like, oh, that's actually really comfy. And so it is exciting because you think, oh, I'm finally... Finally yeah. in the right size. Yeah. And you've got a new dance to do every morning, the jiggle and the scoop the scoop. The jiggle scoop. scoop. Yeah, I'm going to be doing the jiggle scoop every morning now. <laughs> my neighbours are probably going to get frightened. Like, <laughs> exactly. It makes pain on your bra, I might put my bra on, I'll be thinking yeah. of you. <laughs> so recently what watched Sophie T's catwalk show, which was amazing. Oh my goodness, I know. I actually thought, I'm. this is a really bad thing to say on a podcast because you can't see, but your dress, Katie's like dress is exactly how how I feel. Oh, it is. Like, like I looked yeah, when I was the rainbow on my paint. Sophie T catwalk. I love it. <laughs>
0: Sophie T is such a babe. I just oh. love everything she stands for, her artwork, and yeah, she's amazing. She, she
2: really is incredible. I mean, I discovered her through Instagram at a time where I was really struggling with my body confidence, you know, coming out the back of cancer, not feeling at home in my body, feeling really insecure, and seeing her artwork... And this was before I'd realized that she did the Nudie shows, and I just thought, my gosh, like look at how beautiful those women are and This was women of different shapes and sizes different different you know, some had had mastectomies like and every single one of them were just phenomenal and Then when I started my own like journey into discovering body confidence and and sharing it on Instagram, I was like, the way her art makes me feel is if i can share like a teeny tiny bit of that feeling with someone else yep. i will be so ecstatic because it just radiates like empowerment and I love it yeah I
1: remember the morning after that show we were like on social media we were like oh my god this is so amazing we were just in awe of it we were so excited just yeah. literally watching it on our phones I can't even imagine what it was like being there oh. on the night I mean, how
2: long did it take to paint you? <laughs> so it was actually really amazing so I think there was something I want to say like 50 of us nudies so there were teams of previous nudies so girls who'd been nudies in the other shows and they were all painting us under like the supervision of Sophie's team which just got you so geared up for because it was nerve wracking I mean when they say right robes off girls let's get painted some girls were like let's do this which was amazing but even like myself I was a bit like oh my god okay so this is a room full of women that I just have to just get involved and it was the most amazing feeling ever you're chatting with people they're telling you about their previous experience and what it did to them and and when you realize that everyone in that room is there for a reason you just feel so connected with the other women there. Like everyone was there because they needed to get something out of it. And they did. So we got painted. And I think the painting of one person probably was about, I want to say maybe like, Twenty minutes, half an hour. And then Sophie did finishing touches, her famous Splitter splatter. I love watching the videos of her just. Oh my God. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, I mean, it did mean you couldn't sit down for a while though. (laughs) You had to air dry. (laughs) Did
1: you go out after in the paint?
2: Oh my god, yeah. I literally. (laughs) So you do like we did the show, which was just I mean like mind-blowing. And we're like, we definitely, we definitely deserve a little glass of something after this. So we popped our dresses on and I saw so I had a little wrap dress on and the rest of me was just covered in paper. I but I didn't it. want to wash it off. That's I felt so amazing. <laughs> you were the artwork. It, like well, that's <laughs> it. You were like, worth money then. I <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Think so. Yes. <laughs> um no but that's it isn't it like it's re- it's to remind you that you got, like you and your body is a piece of art like there's no other piece of art like you you are unique you're fabulous like stop feeling insecure in yourself and just remember that you're a badass piece of art. Like a Sophie T. Oh, I mean, love it was insane. I, I
0: got goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, was like, it was. You've bought that energy of that catwalk. I feel like I've just walked it.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. Before we went out, everyone, you either had people who were like so pumped and like, yeah, let's do this. And then people like me who I was like physically shaking. Wow. I was yeah. so nervous. I mean, you could. So we had little nude pants on, but you could have gone completely stark as if you fancied it. Yeah. And I was like, well done to the girls that did. <laughs> So you're pretty. I mean, you're covered in paint, so you kind of feel like you're dressed, but essentially you're starkers, and you're about to walk out into a room yeah. of loads of people. But the minute the music was going, the nerves kind of go, and the, like you get onto the catwalk, and it all just passed in such a blur, in such like a, an ecstatic blur. And when I came back in, I like burst into tears. <sighs> such it was an amazing so experience, so funny, but I couldn't contain it. It was. I mean, what Sophie T does to empower women to feel better is is amazing. That is just incredible. And as you said, like everyone on that catwalk had their
0: own things that they were facing and you've been through like a cancer diagnosis yourself.
2: And how has that affected you and the way that you look at life? It has literally turned my world upside down in like all aspects of it. I think it's one of those things that you never think will happen to you and getting it at 26, it really was like, oh, okay, so this actually happens to people. And it was, I mean... As much as I try and, you know, I'll always see the positives and stuff you go through. And there are loads of positives that come out the back of having cancer. It is tough and it is something that I wish no one had to go through. And as horrible as it all was, I'm now out the back of it and I've learned that your body is this, because pre-cancer, I didn't have much respect for my body. I was very much like, I'm going to punish it at the gym. It's always on a diet. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still insecure about it and I'm still hiding it away, but I'm going to do all the things, like, that isn't to embrace it and to love it. And it took having cancer and it took going through all of that for me to stop and go, hold on, can we just take a little bit of a minute to respect our bodies Mm -hmm. and realise, like, what they actually go through to keep you here so yeah, it was. It's definitely turned everything upside down. But the further I get away from it, the more positives come out yeah. of it. That's for sure. I love that. Yeah, I saw you did a photo shoot for Stand Up to Cancer. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you look so beautiful. Those well, no shots. That was, I think, the first time I'd really. I mean, quite literally, like bare all. I mean. This conversation is gonna stalkers. make me think that I like take my clothes off all the time. <laughs> We're so here for it. <laughs> okay, by the way. good. You're more the Kate, than You're in the right place. Like... Brilliant, because it's definitely something I've only just like leaned into over the last couple of years since being sick, and it was very much, you know, I used my Instagram to, I used it very much as like my own personal diary and to try and help myself feel better in my body and feel more confident and and not feel as was like angry at my body and so, so you know started sharing more like vulnerable stuff or more you know <laughs> more of me bearing all to the world mm-hmm. but doing the stand up to cancer shoot was literally i mean it was with an amazing photographer alex cameron who has this ability to make women feel incredibly beautiful it's amazing and it was just like a little chit chat and a right should we take your clothes off now then? And I was like, oh my
1: God, okay. This is happening. Did they did he warm you up? And you did like lingerie to
2: start with. and then it Yeah, so of... it was just, it was essentially like whatever you're comfortable in. And it, so it started off, I was just in like some simple underwear and a shirt over me. She really, she just sort of warms you up to it and she's just chatting with you. She shoots really quickly so you don't feel like you're just, you know, lingering there. Then it was like, right, do you want to take the shirt off? Cool. And then it was, you know, if you feel comfortable, do you? Do you want to just go for it? And I was like, absolutely. And she just, the whole thing was to make you feel confident in your body and to remind you how beautiful and powerful you are. Like when I lost my, I mean, I lost my hair twice. I mean, I've been a boiled egg twice. It's quite a look. And, and that's hard enough in it, like in itself. But with your hair growing back, I mean, the stages of hair growth are, <laughs> like I have had everything from like little prickly, prickly grass going through to like the mullet so (laughs) so like it's just learning to accept who you are and you know you get cancer and for a lot of people if it's operations or hair loss or or the treatment that you're going through you really lose your identity like you look in the mirror and you barely see yourself and that photo shoot was just to refine that confidence and to embrace the way you look so when the shoot ended we saw like one of the final images and i said i was like i don't recognize her that that, that isn't me and alex was like no it is you this is the thing you, that's who you have to harness and i was like
0: yeah let's go for it does though. she have a
2: name Ooh,
0: <laughs> I have you an alter ego there i want to say like tatiana <laughs> I love that. One of our models <laughs> actually has an alter ego who she brings out on the show. Oh my God, I love and, that. Yeah, and
2: you see her, like in her eyes, she's there. Oh my God, I need I need that. I need like an, but I feel like if I actually had some alter ego, it would be, I don't know, something like Billy Bob or you know, <laughs> something really silly who just sort of comes out and you think, please, can they go away?
0: But like, even better, please, please yeah. put them back in. Just just be you
1: and
2: that's well, what's That's perfect, it, isn't it? Just be
1: you. <laughs> Do you have any advice at the moment for anyone going through the same things you went through at the moment?
2: How long have we got? No <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing I would tell anyone going through cancer is, is to connect with other people going through something similar. When I was diagnosed, I thought I was the only like young adult on the entire planet that had cancer. I'd never known anyone my age to have it. I'd never seen anyone my age to have it. And I went straight onto social media. I went onto Instagram, started looking at hashtag cancer, hashtag cancer. Hodgkin's lymphoma, and literally just started connecting with people on there. And you'll be surprised at how many other people are in a similar situation that just want to find people who who are going through it because your friends and your family, they wanna be there for you. But as much as they will comfort you, and try and make you feel good about yourself they're not they don't understand they don't yep. get it the same way someone else with cancer will and there are some amazing organizations so if you're a young adult um there's a charity called trek stock which is all about getting you in touch with other people that get it and you know connecting you and that is my biggest thing is find fellow cancer humans because they are the people who carried me through it and i like i hope to think i supported them as well and, yeah. and now we'll be friends forever so, definitely, definitely find your cancer buds, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> your okay. fellow boiled
0: eggs. <laughs> and for anyone who's listening who thinks I need a bit of Georgie in my life, can they
2: contact you on Instagram? Oh my and god, is I that love an that? open platform. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I absolutely love it when. I mean, I love it when anyone contacts me, but if anyone needs that little bit of extra support or if they are going through cancer, if they have a friend going through cancer, like it's really important that we all help each other out. And yeah, there isn't going to be an answer for everything. Like there isn't going to be like this quick fix, but if we can all just be there for each other, you know. Support system. Exactly. And like life is hard enough as it is. And I just Mm -hmm. think if you can have, you know, your friends or your family or hopefully someone like me, like on the internet that you can reach out to and hopefully get a little either a little cheering yeah. up or a little help, then I think that'll be, that'll be a win.
0: Definitely. <laughs> and in times of, you know, you sort of learn to love your body more and respect it, which is great. And mm. in a, another podcast, we talk about ownership um, yeah. and owning your body. Do you feel like
2: you sort of have that ownership if not every day you have that, that love? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's funny. I definitely don't love my body every day and I definitely don't feel confident in my body every day. I wish I could sit here and say that I do. But, I accept my body and I respect it. And like you said, like I have that ownership over my body. So I am grateful for it. I'm so grateful, even if I wasn't sick. I mean, think of everything that our bodies do for us. Like literally just sitting here, they're keeping us alive. (laughs) Like they're pretty clever, but you know, it's not a case of you have to love your body every day because the chances of that happening are pretty slim. But it's on the days that you aren't feeling great about your body, respecting everything it does for you, being yeah. grateful for it, and and knowing it's not all about the looks. Like everything mm-hmm. that it's doing for you is exactly. where it's at. Yeah. yeah, I
1: saw you did a post that on Instagram saying, as much as grateful as I am to my body and how much it does for me, but it can be effing hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I just found it so relatable. I think people we are going to allow to say that one. So. <laughs> What's well, like a thing? I found it so inspiring. I was like, it's so true because you've got a lot of posts out there. Where it's like. This, this and this, but there's not really much reality in it, and I just found that so refreshing oh, thank to read. You.
2: Well, I'm really glad that it, it helped. But it's I mean, it's so true, isn't it? And I'm guilty of it too, you know. You know, love your body. Our bodies are great, yeah. be their best friend. When in reality, yeah, that is a hundred percent what we want to be, but that's not reality. We're not gonna be like mm. that every day. And whether it's with your body or your mental health or your career or your family, like, yeah, you can be grateful for it, but you know, it's not all peaches and cream every day is that a saying like like it's not all it's not all perfect every day and and that's something that i i try and like live my life by it's i am unbelievably grateful for everything but god life can be hard Um, yeah
0: and i think it's so true because um recently my dad's a very like inspiring human and he sent me a video about how we all are trying to work to a goal a destination Mm. and then some people think that self-love is a goal so I, when I love myself, I'll be happy. When I'm here, I'll be happy. When I'm there, I'll be happy. Yeah. When in fact, actually the journey of life and every day is just waking up, living, breathing. Yeah. That should be what we're happy that, for and grateful for. sounds
2: amazing. Like, <laughs> can I just call him for daily advice please? Like... <laughs> but that's true, isn't it? I mean, and I am so guilty of that. It's when, and it used to be, you know, when I lose this much weight, I'll mm. be happy. Or when I reach this milestone in my career I'll be happy and you just think look at all those days that you're missing it's like you're waiting for life to start but life is already happening like blink and you're going to miss it and Mm -hmm. I hate to sound like that cliche person but life is so short like don't spend any days waiting to get to a certain point live your life in the moment absolutely I'm uh, I'm so here for that we (laughs) are
0: living right now I feel so (laughs) yeah if that's a feeling it is (laughs) It's definitely a feeling. I'm feeling up. (laughs) Now, we did a little mini kind of fist pump when we realized you were vegan.
2: Um, (laughs) So you both vegan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to touch upon that and kind of like your vegan
2: journey really. What what led you to veganism? Um, So it was like a little bit of something, a little bit of another. So I have always been, a massive fan of anything fluffy. Like I have got like the biggest heart when it comes, not humans, animals, like literally, the biggest heart for animals, not, no. (laughs) But I am just such a sucker. And so when I, so I first started being a vegetarian and I just thought like the more I started learning and opening myself up to different documentaries and seeing certain things and seeing what industries did what I thought, Georgie like the only thing that's stopping you being a vegan is you like it's your willpower so get on with it and I did (laughs) Veganuary I did and this was only last year so I've only been vegan for like just coming up to the year now and I just thought do Veganuary make the commitment and when I got to the end I was like well I'm not going to change because why would I like I've realized that this is a very doable lifestyle so I'm going to but I also I mean I say it like you know it was all super easy and I just did it for the willpower but I actually coming off the back of cancer I had a stem cell transplant which gives like the chemo that you have can give you a lot of like gut health issues and and I struggled a lot with like digesting certain things so I was cutting out different things like dairy Mm -hmm. and before I went vegetarian like processed meat and I thought you know what if this is going to help my body i should do it but then also i was like oh look at the little fluffy schnoot I don't yeah. Want to eat like,
0: <laughs> yeah i have to say i watched a couple of the netflix documentaries oh. and for me it is more my health and just kind of mm. making sure that i'm doing What potentially is the best thing for me? Yeah, it's
1: fun. Like I find it so enjoyable. Oh, yeah. yeah. What you can make, all the different
2: meals out there. Have you got a favorite meal? (laughs) Oh, oh. I think a mixed bean chili has always had my heart. Like it's very simple, but so good. good. And this is the thing, isn't it? Like we all have different like diet choices and things, like doing it for your health or doing it for other reasons. But I just think, like you said, like vegan lifestyle, it's just fun, and and it's really evolving around Mm. us, like. Every restaurant now has something vegan and it's not always just They've got the vegan burger. Like, yeah. there really yeah. are loads of options. And they're always in, like, you're never eating the same thing yeah. every day, which I really
0: like. It's so true. And now, like, going to the supermarket gets exciting. Right? So you're like, oh, I haven't seen that one. yet. Yeah. Like, oh, that's new. I'll send a picture to Phoebe. <laughs> like, we get excited for seeing, like,
2: newness. Exactly. And exciting
0: ideas and people actually thinking out the books rather yeah. than just, like, a stuffed
1: pepper.
2: Oh, my yeah, God. Exactly. <laughs> well, when I first started, I was like, okay, so what do I eat? I eat. Eat grass like what do, what do vegans eat and when you actually start doing a little bit of investigating and buying or downloading like every cookbook yeah. to man, and never using any of them um <laughs> I may do that um like you realize there is so much option out there and I cook more now than I ever did before mm, yeah. and I experiment so much more now than I ever did before and I I love it I just think it's like it's just fun it isn't is fun. it and and if it's something that I mean, I'm not going to be like preachy vegan because I'm not one of those, but if it's something we can all maybe like impart a little bit into our life, even if it's not for the animals or not for your health, like, it can be for the environment. Exactly. Exactly. Win-win. And so many of us
0: do eat vegan without realising. Exactly. Like, just don't put a label on it. Just have, like,
1: some veggies. Exactly. Go to a restaurant and they'll say, olives, vegan. Oh, my God. When will never vegan? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
2: This is just normal. (laughs) Don't just be putting vegan on it because there's no other starters. (laughs)
1: 100%
0: Yeah
2: Okay, so at the end
1: of each podcast We're going to answer some bra fitting dilemmas from our followers Um, Katie was obviously the bra whisperer So we're going to put her to the test again She's
2: killed it every single time I'm going through my paces here, (laughs) Georgie But you really are like the bra wizard
1: She is You are the queen of
2: boobs It's amazing
1: Um, Before we start, is there any questions that you had Before your fitting today that you would have liked to ask Katie?
2: Ooh I have to admit, it amazed me that it wasn't a case of getting out the tape measure and like you literally looked
1: you looked at my boobs and knew what I was. It's amazing.
2: But like we had a quick chat of what I used to wear, and it was like you automatically knew my Very size. Like, how is
0: how how do you know that? I think it's a case of seeing a lot of boobs. <laughs> Like, I've probably seen around 12,000 in my my life. Like, I'm not even joking. Um, Virtually on photos, whatever it might be. But it's a case of seeing lots of different body shapes, different body types. That obviously makes the process quicker. Uh, But to begin with, like, when you're learning, it is understanding how a bra should fit and how it should look. So I'm looking at yeah. what you're wearing. I'm looking at how it sits and where it sits. I'm also taking into note your dress size. And if you're wearing yeah. a 36 back, but you're a size 10, something's a bit off key yeah. there. We need to go down the band sizes. And then when we go down the band sizes, we start going up the cup sizes. Yeah. So it's kind of just getting all of those ratios. So I always said I was bad at maths. And that's always stuck with me at school. I've always been like, I'm so bad at maths. The one math I can do is bra sizes. <laughs> like, And I'm like, bad. I can do it like that. Um, so yeah, it, it's just a case of yeah. looking, understanding, doing the quick math, and then yeah. getting it that bra wrong. Very <laughs>
2: like It was pure magic. And <laughs> there are
0: many of us that can do this. There are, you know, I'm not the only person that harnesses this superpower. So <laughs> if you are looking for bra fitting, we, there's virtual bra fitters and yeah, yeah. lots of people that but can help back. and also in store. But yeah. tape measures, stay away from them a little bit, just because, especially if you're doing it online, if you've not got a professional with you, you can get a few skewed numbers. If you're holding it too loosely, or too tightly Yeah, I can't even see the tape have, measure under my boots. it's I, not very reliable I have tried to it. do that so many
2: times if I've been online and try, and wanting to order a bar I'm like right okay I get the tape measure out, and it's like one of those those like firm ones that you measure <laughs> yeah. the ball with and I'm
0: like I will get it <laughs> no, round me not.
2: and I have no idea what I'm doing so definitely get fitted yeah, by so a so professional
1: trying <laughs> 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 kind to of wrap a metal oh I know it's, <laughs> it's not good
0: but very real and I'm sure many oh, yeah. many listeners will be here I being really, like I mean I,
1: I really hope that I'm I'm not the only one <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not going to be the only one <laughs> okay let's jump into another question um someone asked the center part of my bra always comes up too high on my chest what does it mean <laughs> oh, have you ever found that Georgie
2: I think, I'm trying to think. Like, I've definitely had a bra when it's come up quite high in the middle, but I always just think maybe that's like my straps are like super tight because I want my boobs to touch my chin. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the answer they're looking
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be a case of different body shapes. So with a more petite frame, if you're wearing a balcony bra, it comes up really high at the center front. And sometimes if you're like five foot five and under and your torso is shorter, that bra will come up much heavier and much higher on your body. So that's when it's then going to hurt and be like, irritating you um so you might want to go for a plunge bra which has got a smaller center gore so just think balcony bras high middle That's what centre gore is, the middle of your bra, um, and then plunge bra lower. So if you are finding that you constantly get that digging in from the centre front, I would probably say to try a plunge or a more shallow balcony. So something like our drama queen bra, daily balcony bra. Yeah, definitely those kind of styles.
1: Okay, cool. Great. Let's jump into another one. Um, They ask, I find that I get boob escaping out of the wire. Do I need a bigger cup or smaller chest band?
0: Oh no! One wants escaping boob. No. Have you ever had escaping
2: it's just boob to get free? Yeah. <laughs> it's just reaching for freedom.
0: Um, yeah. So you want your bras. This is one of my favourite words: encapsulation. Love that. Oh, that that's nice a nice word. About boob.
2: You want them encapsulated. In- yes. Yeah, so we I always like
0: want the boob encapsulated in the bra, front, back, and side. Okay. So we don't really want them like leaving, um, and we definitely don't want underwires. Escaping. No, I I oh is this when you do the, the scoop the and swoop? The bra comes out
1: under the, bra, the, bra comes
0: out, oh, the yeah. boob out the bottom is this, of the bro. Yeah. scoop
1: and scoop scoop and
2: scoop. Scoop and swoop. Scoop. I'm wondering how many times I can say scoop before I get it out my mouth. Scoop, 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 scoop. <laughs> but is that what you taught me earlier that you've got to make sure you do your scoop and swoop? Yeah, <laughs> so
0: bring it. So we scoop it in from the side and we swoop it up upwards. So scoop into the middle of the cup and up. But if your boobs are coming out the underneath of the bra, your bra band is too big. Your bra band should be sitting close to your chest and offering that 80% support. So nothing can escape underneath. And I actually had a bra fitting once where I did that. And I held a lady's straps to check the tension and her boobs just (laughs) fell out the bottom. (laughs) Bless her. She was wearing a 40D. And I bra fitted her as a 32 double G. Wow. That's a
2: massive
1: transformation.
2: It just goes to show how how many of us are wearing the wrong bra size isn't Mm. it like it's so common yeah and i think that's the thing it's like yeah you might get bra
0: fitted with me today but that can be your size for the next six months four months so keep a check now you know we've pointed out how it should look and feel you know when it's time to go get another bra
1: yeah Yeah, because your body changes all the time gain weight lose weight and people just don't get a bra fitting when you know your body does change and it's so important too because that's why your bras probably aren't going to be fitting anymore yeah But you're not blaming the bra, you're blaming yourself that really you need to buy a new bra.
2: Exactly. (laughs) It's like, I mean, isn't it, you know, just off topic slightly, you know, we don't shout at our shoes when our shoes don't fit. But then the minute, you know, your bra doesn't fit or clothes don't fit, we think, oh my God, our body's so wrong. Yeah. But when really it's like, no, just change your size like you would your shoe. (laughs) But
0: wearing a wrong bra really does affect your day in such a negative way. Mm -hmm. It's so many people are like, oh, when I bend over to pick up my baby, my boobs fall out my bra. (laughs) And it's like, well, that's not okay. but you can make that better. So just always know there's a solution. And our DMs are always open for, you know, bra fit things, issues, always whatever, open. and we're always willing to educate. So maybe we should do a live one day oh my God, and I would do a, a joint that.
2: one and yeah. educate your following as well. Well, that would be so. brilliant because I mean, even talking with one of the lovely ladies here earlier, and she said, you know, she was wearing a completely different, you know, size to what she's been wearing for years. Like so many of us are in this position. So, the more we can share the boob love, the better. Exactly. Yeah. And it, that goes back to how you were sharing that feeling that, that you
0: spoke about that little feeling that yeah. you had. And if you could give that to everybody a little bit of that, a little then bit we're of boob Spreading love that for magic, everyone. that boob love, that positivity. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing.
1: Should I have time for one more bra fitting dilemma? We'll go on there. Go for it. <laughs> I can never find a bra that makes my bust look full and rounded. My breasts always look flat.
0: Well, what we need here is uplift. So (laughs) (laughs) everyone has different breast texture. Okay, so some of us do have full boobs. Some of us have bottom-heavy boobs. And as you go through life weight gain, weight loss, babies, breastfeeding, all the things, texture changes. So you wanna be looking at the bra style. And if you want something that's gonna give you that oomph, that uplift, I would head to a lightly padded half cup bra. Something like RM Boost, Mm. Boost Me Up, Harnessed, oh yeah those bras are putting all the fullness into your top cup
2: yeah and I'd love to see your reaction Georgia I'm (laughs) literally just thinking to myself I think I need (laughs) one of those I feel like I need some uplift in my life as I say as I'm literally lifting my boobs physically but again (laughs) That scoop and swoop move that we keep talking about yeah. is so key
0: to getting the fullness. And I think when we did a bra fitting with Tallulah, she was sort of touching the top of her boob. She was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know I had that up here. And that's because we brought that breast tissue in from the armpit yeah. and we brought it into the centre of the cup, which makes your boobs feel fuller. So exactly. actually it's not a case of having to Go buy them. It's yeah. a case of go and find them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got them now. I, I love it. So I think, yeah, yeah. Is that amazing. it? Yay! Thank Ooh. you so much for coming on. Oh my God, thank, thank you so for much. My me. cheeks
1: hurt. like I've been
0: smiling so much. You've
1: been amazing to talk to. Thank you so much.
2: Oh no, thank Yay. you so much for having me. <laughs> I literally will be here for any time you want to talk about boobs. <laughs> I mean, brilliant. We'll get you on speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, how can people find you? Oh, so if you want to find me, you can head over to Instagram, and my Instagram handle is Georgie E Swallow. All, all, one word, all lowercase. All. That's all Georgie that with a G. Oh yeah, with a G. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I always welcome new friends. So Are you on come TikTok on over. yet? Uh, no. <laughs> I've, I've tried it. It, I, it didn't work. <laughs> Lovely. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs)
0: such a high after speaking to georgie her energy is infectious i'm just like so positive and her whole life journey and the way that she's grown with her body confidence through cancer as well is just super inspiring and uplifting
1: yeah i completely agree she's a total curvy kate babe and guys don't forget to follow us across social media at curvy kate for lots more bras boobs and fit tips and also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more amazing chats with our fabulous guests the have i got
0: booze for you podcast we've been your hosts katie weir and phoebe preston from calvy kate produced by abigail weaver and our development producer is yolanda copa stepney